0: pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In today's gospel, Jesus says, we are going up to Jerusalem. Jesus is a warrior going into battle. He's going up to Jerusalem, and he knows exactly what is going to happen to him. The Son of Man will be handed over to the Gentiles, and he will be scourged and crucified and die. But he said, we're going. The gospel continues then with these two apostles, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, and it's like they ask their mom basically, hey mom, can you ask Jesus? And the mother of Jesus comes up to him and says, Jesus, I want my sons to be seated at your left and at your right hands." What I love about James and John, first before we talk about them a little, but what I love about them is that they want to be great. They want to be great. As Christians, we're made for greatness. And especially to our young men, I'm speaking to you young men, you are made to be great men. That's what's missing in our our culture today. It's men that know that they're called to greatness. Greatness in school, greatness in sports, greatness in friendships, greatness in faith. But instead, boys have gotten soft. They choose the easy route. They've resorted to playing video games all day. Kids, how long do you play video games? If it's anything more than 30 minutes to an hour, I would say you're being lazy. They've resorted to smoking weed or vaping, and it's made them lazy as men. And so that has stolen the greatness that they're called to. It shows up in how boys dress nowadays. It's like they got ripped jeans, like they're dressed like girls. It shows up in their GPA, that they have no discipline in their schools that they don't have any drive to really try and be great it shows up in their haircut boys you ready for this get a haircut <laughs> you got this poof on your head or you got this hair that goes down to your eyes you can't even see get a haircut show have some i'm not even like kidding though have some self respect when you come up to a person and they're looking at you. You can't even see them because your hair is covering your eyes. In my high school, there was a whole hour where they literally, can I just get a server come up to me? Anyone, just come on. Thank you so much. They literally taught us how to shake someone's hand with a firm, nice, good handshake, look them in the eye, not too hard, not too soft, with some self-respect and some dignity. That's what we've got to teach our young men. We've got to teach them How to be great young men. So James and John want that. But Jesus gives us a little bit of a turn. He asks this important question. And he's asking all of us today this question. Can you drink the cup that I am going to drink? The cup signifies the passion of Jesus. It signifies that Jesus is going up to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be crucified. So are you willing to die so that you may live? In John 12, Jesus says, how about we repeat it? Unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, It bears much fruit. fruit. Jesus teaches us greatness. Greatness is in proportion to our willingness to go up to Jerusalem. We also have a cross that we have to carry. Your greatness will be in proportion to how you are willing to die for the one you love. But because we're living in such a selfish world, we care more about us than the other. Your greatness will not be in proportion to how people serve you. Your greatness will be in proportion to how you serve others and are willing to die for the one you love. So if we expect our young boys to be men, then we have to teach them how to die they have to learn how to suffer they have to learn from jesus and so my question to us what is your jerusalem where is the hard place in your life that you know is the will of god that you're called to walk behold we are going to jerusalem this is a battle cry of jesus St. Paul in Romans 7, he was saying, I do what I don't want, I don't do what I want. Brothers, we don't want to go up to Jerusalem, but we've got to. So, like Jesus, we also have to say, behold, we are going to Jerusalem. Last week, Father Kevin gave a strong homily on marijuana and the effects marijuana has on our children. For any of us who maybe are in the industry, your Jerusalem will be giving it up. That will be hard. It's easy to say it, right? For me, I can preach it. So easy. But for you who have financial responsibilities, who have investments in it, who have so much to lose, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone. Brothers, this drug is sending our community to hell. Your Jerusalem will be giving it up, and it will not be easy. There will be a crucifixion in that. But do it. For some of us, our Jerusalem will be a hard conversation that we need to have with someone. We know one of our friends is living in sin. And so we need to have that conversation. And so our Jerusalem will be encountering the fear of rejection from that person. Or maybe our Jerusalem will be cutting ties with a relationship that we know is not good for us. Or maybe your Jerusalem will be a vocation to priesthood or religious life that you see might be really hard, but you're like, but God is with me. Are you running away from your Jerusalem? Like James and John, we we want greatness, we want the glory, but we're not expecting Jesus to say, are you willing to drink the cup that I am to drink? We're not expecting greatness to be proportionate to our our willingness to suffer. We don't want that. We want life to be good and without sacrifice. But that's what young people need to learn. Every vocation requires sacrifice. Sacrifice. It's all about love. Life's greatest lessons are not in how you avoid suffering, but in how you walk through suffering. Jesus says, in this world, there will be suffering, but take courage, I have overcome the world. And so again, Jesus says, behold, we are going up to Jerusalem. Now it's time for me to get a little personal. What is my Jerusalem? Father John's Jerusalem. Sometimes it's right here. Standing right here in this with all of you listening. It's so much easier to preach a nice message. Oh, I feel so good after Mass today. Wow, how uplifting and encouraging. It's hard sometimes to preach this type of message. Or a message that we know as priests will be rejected. It's easier to preach the love of God. You know, one day, we're going to be preaching and it's going to be in threat of imprisonment. Just this past week, let's, get, um, let's talk a little bit about Michigan. There's a new amendment to the Elliot Larson Civil Rights Act that was just passed by the Michigan Senate. This amendment expands the rights for LGBTQ people, but it has no provision protecting religious freedom. There are actually 22 other states that have similar amendments, but all other states protect religious freedom. Now, because of this, if it passes, it removes protection from faith-based organizations that believe that marriage is between one man and one woman and nothing else, and that our biological differences between men and women, that we as Catholics and Christians do not ascribe to transgender ideology. It's gender dysphoria. It is not true. This bill, though, is going to lead to discrimination against religious people as well as expose us to potential lawsuits. And I was talking to the bishop, and he was saying that one day, it could be possible that the church would be forced to celebrate a gay marriage. Two men and two women right in front of the altar of God. We have to do it. But we won't do it. And so if we don't do it, the priest will go to jail. Or one day, the priest preaching this type of message that marriage is between a man and a woman, that there is no such thing as a transgender person, there is a psychological issue that we need to help them with. If I preach that message, I could go to jail. Well, family, we're going to Jerusalem. Amen? Amen. Cardinal Francis George, he was a Cardinal in the Catholic Church He died in 2015, and this is what he wrote. He said, I expect to die in my bed. My successor will die in prison, and his successor will die a martyr in the public square. But then his successor will pick up the shards of ruined society and slowly help rebuild civilization. Our Chaldean church is built on the blood of the martyrs who drank the cup that Jesus is offering. It is a bitter cup. Let us not be surprised if all of us are called to go to Jerusalem and drink the cup that he's offering. I'm sorry if this homily is not encouraging, but we're in Lent. Jesus said... Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem. It's in Jerusalem where Jesus died. It is also in Jerusalem where Jesus rose. So let us go to Jerusalem this Lent. Wherever your Jerusalem is, don't be afraid. He's with you. Amen? Amen?